0: Hey listeners, welcome to Wartime Stories. After the brutal terrorist attack by Hamas starting on Saturday, October 7, 2023, we bring you the real voices of survivors, the victims, relatives, and anyone who gets involved, hurt, or lost loved ones in those horrific attacks. We got together some of Israeli's leading podcasters to show you the truth spoken by first-hand witnesses with no filters. These not full stories, most of them aren't even edited. We're just collecting and release them as fast as we can because we think it's critical and central for our mission that you be able to hear what we're hearing, try to understand what we're going through. Please help us share these stories whenever possible. My name is Aureliaz and I'm here with Almog Senior. Hey Almog. Hey. So Almog, uh, you've been at the Nova Music Festival this Saturday, one of the most horrific events that uh, really starting this war on Saturday morning. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience, about what you saw there, what you felt while being in this music festival?
1: Yeah. So, uh... It was a big event. It was a huge project, production. I remember that me and my friends have uh, been really excited about it. My friend just came back from the Boom Festival in Portugal, and uh, we've been excited to to finally have a chance to dance together. Uh, we arrived to the place, and uh, we have great interaction with the police. Uh, we set up our tent, like started to tour the area. It was like. Beautiful production, uh, two stages, like uh, great art. Uh, and we danced and we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, and, and around sunrise, uh, we start seeing smoke in the sky, uh, start, start hear explosions. And then the, they stopped the music. And uh, everybody were going to the camping area to find shelter uh we laid there for a bit me and my friends uh finding shelter like via tents and was raining missiles like so many missiles and explosions and we waited there uh, until a security guard came to us and shouted us uh, get out of here if your life is important to you take your stuff and go to your car and leave and at this moment like we decided to, to, to get to our cars and try to make our way out. It's still raining missiles, but we we think that the missiles is the, the only threat. Uh, so we went towards the parking lot. And at this point, uh, it was chaotic, people going like all around us. Uh, and I lost my friends. Uh, so I called my friend, Bar- who uh, was already waiting by the, by his car? We arrived with his car, uh, and I, I tried to look to find him in the parking lot, but it was chaotic. Cars driving all over the place, people running around, uh, explosions from the rockets, and uh, finally I found him uh, waiting for me by his car. Uh, we got into the car and looked around, and we saw the traffic jams like. In the dirt road that exits the party area, uh, and we decided, like, with our like in our mind, it was only a missile threat. So we saw not we like it, it. It didn't make sense to to get into the car and get into this traffic jam. So we decided to to stop the car by some trees, and uh, find shelter there from the from the rockets. And uh, after a while, laying there, uh, we decided to start to make our way out. Uh, so our st- strategy was to, to, to drive a bit and when it, it was sirens and missiles like to jump out of the car and find shelter somewhere. So this is what we did. We, we drove and uh, stopped the car, jump outside, laying by the trees, come back to the car. And it, we did it a few times until in one of the times we stopped hearing shootings like from all around us. Uh, this is the first time that we realized that it's something bigger than just a rocket attack. Uh, I remember that we stood up, and like the whole other, all the other people stood up as well, and like we shout to each other, "Get to your cars, drive away!" Like it's it's not only, not only missiles. So this is what we did: we went to the car and drove to the main road. Uh, we're still in the dirt road by the by the party area. And we, when we arrived to the dirt road, we saw all the cars that left before us stuck in the left side. We start getting to the right side, and then we had so many gunshots from this area. We turn around, facing the the jammed cars, and like in the swift decisions, my friend Bal uh, decided to go down to the dirt road uh, by the fields. That the dirt road that parallel to the jammed cows. When we enter to the dirt road, uh, we start seeing people panicking, like coming up from the main road, from the stacked cows and coming into the fields. Uh, at this point, we we pick up uh, two two girls that came out from the cows area. We pick, pick them up to our car. And I remember they have been panicked, like one of them were crying we drove with them, like I don't remember their faces and I don't really know what happened with them after, but uh, when we drove in this dirt road parallel to the gent cars, like we arrived to intersection uh, where we saw a police officer uh, in the police car. So the girls went down from our car, uh, hoping to find safety, safety by the police officer. And we asked uh, the police officer for directions, and uh, we saw that he was confused as us. So at this moment, we decided to try to navigate our, our way out of there. Uh, but my friend were driving, and I, then with the phone, tried to navigate us. Uh, tried to get us to, to other road. Uh, and when we approached to this road, uh, we saw few cars Uh, stop in a weird way on the road and we saw a white pickup truck uh, standing in the intersection between our dirt road to the main road. Uh, And outside of this uh, white truck, uh, we saw uh, a man with an army vest and a rifle uh, that looked on the main road. He hasn't seen us yet. I remember that uh, Minbao spoke, uh, like, thinking, thinking out loud, like, if this guy is a soldier, if he's a terrorist, what's going on there? And when, in the moment that the, this guy uh, noticed us, he went to the back of his truck and put out from there a massive machine gun, and he aimed it towards us. Uh, and at this moment, it was clear that it was a terrorist, and uh, we did a quick U-turn and start driving to the other side, impressing ourselves to our seats, uh, waiting to get it. And uh, and we luckily had only one one shot behind us, and uh, we assumed that the machine gun was jammed. So we drove as fast as we can from there. like all this time it's still raining rockets, and we hear shots from like we start hearing shots from all around us. Uh, so we drove, I tried to navigate us like uh, to the other side of the field. We also said that it was after sunrise, so the sun coming from the east, Gaza is from the west, so we know that we need to drive towards the sun. like where the sun there is safe, it's it's safer. So we drove and we passed by a cabin with people from Thailand that walked the fields there. And we tried to shout to them, uh, get out of here, get out of here, there is terrorists, get out of here. And they didn't really uh, understood us. They gave us the thumbs up and they just been sitting there like watching the missiles going above their heads uh and we kept the driving in the field uh, every time that it was a siren we jumped out we stopped the car, jumped out of the car uh, find shelter looking around seeing that no terrorists coming towards us and then we jumped back to the to the car and drove away. Uh, we eventually we we arrived to to a main road by uh, Mosham Patish that is in the other side, uh, of the field from the place that we from the spot that we saw the terrorists uh, we went up uh, there from uh, to the main road and drove as fast as we can towards the uh, Sheva because any other route uh, were taking us uh, through the Arab villages and we didn't know the size of the, the attack yet like we didn't know what's going on the reception was bad and uh, we didn't know much about what's going on so we arrived to we drove to Be'er Sheva, uh, where I live and uh, when we arrived to Be'er Sheva, I remember we entered to my house we locked the door behind us we hugged each other and cried and <laughs> a second after it was a siren again and alarm like for the four missiles uh, falling on Be'er Sheva so we we've been hiding under the the stairs because we don't have a bomb shelter there and we just just after that we open our phone like and uh, realize like what we got saved from like what we actually faced
0: you know that uh, first of all it's a heroic story really to, to, to be honest and i've heard a lot of stories from this party and uh, and still you know they there is there was Few thousands of people in this party. 260 men and women uh, died in this uh, in this horrific event. Can you explain to me what what you think now after a few days that you're trying to figure it out? What was there for you? What what you, have you done differently that helped you to save your life? To help you to run away because a lot of people try, try to run away and they and they couldn't, as you said.
1: I am not uh i i can't like assume assume like one thing or few things that like saved us like i cannot assume like that uh we did this choice that got us safe like uh, i just can be thankful for 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 having my my close friend with me and like i can be thankful for the communication that we had and we i can be thankful for the luck and the miracle that we we got in our escape way and like when if we were living earlier we could be stuck uh, in in the traffic jam or we could face uh, the terrorist on the road and there is no way to escape like everything being precise I, i feel and uh and i'm just thankful for for being out of there and uh for for succeeding in our escape like it's crazy
0: yeah for sure for sure it was really a a horrific event it's been more than one week since these attacks have you understand what's happened there is it still a, a bad dream in your in your head have you figured it out what 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 you've been through
1: uh, i think it's, it's going to take a while like to to really to really understand like uh, uh you you're catching me now like uh, we making a way to to a treatment facility that uh, volunteers opened for for helping survivors from the party uh, from the festival to to process their experiences uh, there is a lot of people that uh, reaching out and uh, sending love and uh, try to give a force and to give a, a perspective and uh, and uh, we yeah, we every day we figure out like what can we do uh, we're trying to to speak the story we're trying to help as much as we can because the situation in Israel now it's crazy. Uh, so many friends uh, risking their life now to 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 defend the country and to 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 do what they can in this war. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't
0: know. Yeah, and uh, you know, people that uh, hear us right now or see us, uh, obviously, people from all around the world, they get fed a lot of um, of um, of you know of a lot of things, a lot of opinions on the world media. Some say it didn't happen. Some say it happened, but in a different measure. Can, do you have? Anything you want to say to someone that hears us and hears your heroic story and wants to know how you're feeling and what he should feel about the situation right now?
1: I I I cannot imagine like the feeling of the people that live uh, in the villages and the kibbutzim that got their house, that their safe, the most sacred and safe place violated and invaded by those terrorists. Uh, I can say that like my safe space uh, got invaded like the the festival and the trans tribe is the inclusive tribe is a tribe of coexistence. I've been dancing on stages and the and, uh, dance floors around the world with people from Jordan, from uh, Iran, from from uh, Russia, from Ukraine, Palestinians, uh, uh, like there is nothing but but love in the heart of the people uh, in this festival. And there is no justification for, for such a war crime or for such a crime against humanity, like to target civilians, to target, children and and babies and uh, elderly and, and to, to, to just do this horrific acts, ISIS like acts like it's, it's just, I I would say that if you, if you, your opinion about this situation is, is, Clear. So you probably fed too much about the uh, former propaganda. Like you, you fed too much by the media. Like just educate yourself. Just read. Just hear testimonies about what happened, and it's not something that's supposed to happen in like never. And it's not something that's supposed to happen. It's just like those people don't, don't holding up the values that we hold. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Almog. Uh, I wish you health and uh, finding peace of mind. And uh, I hope that everyone that hears us, hears your emo- emotions in your words. And I hope that uh, they will understand what what happened here. Almog, senior, thank you so much for your time. And I uh, wish you all the best.
1: Thank you all.